Avocados from Mexico Bowl will be taking place in Orlando, Florida. They're going to play at UCF's <laughs> campus. What? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, I, get, I mean, obviously the game wasn't going to be in Mexico, although if, I feel like it should be. And now I have questions about Avocados from Mexico. Is that just the name of a company based somewhere in the United States? Because I wouldn't now. I I feel like I should do some research. Let me find out. Avocados from Mexico is a California farm somewhere. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, SP and Ross's Untitled College Football Podcast first inaugural College Bowl Draft. And first Saturday edition pod, I think, too. First Saturday pod, yes. First Saturday pod, we're here on the weekend. Got the games going now. Celebration Bowl just about to kick off. I was watching my Man City soccer boys below a 2-0 lead. To Crystal Palace, a shout out to Crystal Palace. Uh, my, you know, Gabby, father, my wife's, uh, you know, father-in-law or my father-in-law. Uh, that is his team. He's a Crystal Palace man, so I might have to hear about that later. But um, celebration bowl kicks off down in Atlanta. Your wife is there, as you mentioned to me. Um, she's yeah. down. She's a HU alum, so she is there for the Bison. I know you are a rattler. You're actually a house divided, right? You got a you got a, a fam, fam you uh, on one side, and then you got your wife on the other. So house divided, but either way, it's a good time. They're gonna do a battle of the band. I think that's before the game. I might have missed it. Either I, I think they might have did it already. Yeah, I think it's just its own separate. <laughs> I think it's event. a separate thing. Yeah, it's a—it's literally its own thing that you can watch on a separate broadcast. I was like, shit, I gotta. I, I meant to make a note of when I can watch that. Um, but we are first Saturday pod. We are going to draft some bowl teams. It's how we're going to preview these games. Uh, two games have kicked off or one game kicked off already. Um, I will still include that one. We could still play it now live time. I can even pull up live odds to for that game since it's kicked off. And uh, we got Ohio up early. So just the rules. I'll, I'll try to lay them out real quick. For the scoring purposes, but we are going to go through these games. This is the first week and the first week of bowl games. We're going to save the back half of games for another different edition. But for this one, what we're going to do is I am going to go through each of the games between now and next Saturday. We're going to flip a coin and one of us will have the first pick and we will essentially essentially alternate going through each of the games of who you know gets to pick which team from that game that they want for point scoring we are doing three points for a win we are doing uh the spread i will announce the spread winners who cover the spread we will get the points of that spread added so if it's a three point spread if it's an eight point spread whatever it is me or ross the winner gets those points added on to our total score if you pick a dog, 
that wins outright whatever points that they were being given you get those points thus incentivizing either picking big favorites that cover or dogs that get the win uh but also like we said picking a winner in general right you, you got to pick the winner to activate any points and picking a winner is hard enough as it is so we were talking at first we do one point for a win but we decided three for a win because picking a win is hard so you should get you know you should get a little bit more points substantial points for picking a winner um so that's the scoring let's get to the bowls i love college bowl week i love all the bowl games i, I maybe i'll save this for the next episode but i'm here for the corporate the corporatization and just leaning all the way in with some of these brands like the you know obviously i think duke mayo bowl kind of set this whole thing off but pop tarts now has an edible mascot frosted flake bowl i think they're they're dumping cereal on coaches cheese it bowls up in there like i'm just into all these brands just being like let's make this fun let's make this entertaining let's get our brand out there let's do something wacky like because this is what all the teams who aren't in national championships are playing for and to do. So let's just make it fun. So I love bowl season. Let's just off top. It's my only thought. Yeah, let's get it. I love bowl season as well. Like you said, it's going to be really interesting um, doing this with the ever evolving transfer landscape oh man yeah and rules and yeah opt I, like out. I, need to, I need to get a website up or i can do this blind or i can let the spread kind of dictate how i feel but i need to know like who's playing in these games and who is not um let me see college bowl players sitting out there's this one website and for all the games, if I can find, yeah, here it is, the sports betting dime. They know what it is. They know. The people who are betting need to know these things, damn it. Um, all right. Yeah, I was following a story around uh, Malik Murphy and just thinking about how these new like deadlines have impacted what the incentives are for players. And this is not to say that players are at fault because they're not. This is the rules that they were given. But um, I think we'll see even more high profile and substantial defections, even as it affects people like playoff contenders or people in the playoff. Yeah. So let's, let's see how it plays out. All right, let's do it. Let's dive into it. And let's start with the celebration bowl because it's about to kick off. So I want to pick the games before the, anything happens and the spread changes or whatever. Um, so I'm going to flip this digital coin app right here heads i don't know if you're even looking or can see my screen but i'll just i trust heads, you heads tails so which one do you want heads or tails 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 never fails it is indeed a tails would you like the first pick uh in the celebration bowl and thus setting the order or uh what you want to do We'll take the ball. We'll take the ball. <laughs> and we're going to score. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out, shout out to uh, who's that? Donovan that that Matt, Matt Hasselbeck was, what's it? we want the ball and we're going to score. And then he threw a pick six to end the uh, wild card game. That was Matt Hasselbeck. <laughs> um, all right, your first pick. 
Celebration Bowl. I will. Here's the here's the breakdown I'll give you. We got FAMU and Howard, as we talked about. FAMU is a seven and a half point favorite. Is that? Am I seeing that correctly? I believe that I am. That line has drastically changed. When I picked it, it was three and a half. They are a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, FAMU down in Atlanta. Uh, what is essentially now the MEAC championship, but it's basically the HBCU uh, championship because they have the, the conferences where they send two, the two tops to the Celebration Bowl that don't make the uh, that aren't in the playoffs because North Carolina Central went to the playoffs. So who would you like? Both both had great seasons, particularly FAMU. Howard, one of the best seasons in recent history. Um, that is a program that does nothing, mo 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 mostly nothing, uh, except look sweet in their Jordan uniforms. This year, they had a really good season. Yeah, I'm Rattlers all the way. Rattlers? Okay. Um, you are FAMU. So I'm HU, which I don't feel that bad about. Uh, next bowl, we have the currently in action Myrtle Beach Bowl that is beautiful uh turf of coastal carolina that beautiful sea sea marine foam green turf looks super sweet but currently ohio is whooping georgia southern's ass on the field uh, as we speak also hu just punched it in for a touchdown so let's go bison i guess um i'm about to say do we even need to pick that one yeah i mean at this point i'm gonna leave that one out because it is 17 to nothing. They're being outgained total yards 161 to 15 or 17 right now. So I'm going to go ahead and leave that one out. Let's move on to the RL. Unless you want to bet the spread or something else. Nah, I'm good because the live yeah. spread is 15. Like it's at this point, I mean, we, we can yeah, leave yeah. that one out. Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm disappointed in Sunbelt right out the gate. Right out the gate, Sunbelt. Oh, no, no, no. It's not over. <laughs> they could. They really could come back. Um, Eh, let's do it. Let's let's hit that bowl game. Um, what the hell? I'll take Georgia Southern. <laughs> Give me Georgia Southern. If they come back and win, I get fifteen points. They are a fifteen point dog. Uh, I mean, a, a a fifteen pointer right now. So yeah, I'll do that. Why not? And. I mean, I hope you weren't expecting me to pick against the sub though. No, I'm just not. I'm not happy with how they're starting, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, they came so far so far. Of uh, I don't really watch. Think part part of one game of um, Ohio is they like they move they move up and down. So a lot yeah. of how I assess um, stuff like can people come back. It's about possessions. Like, you need a certain amount of possessions mm -hmm. to come back in any game. So, I think there'll be enough possessions for them for um, Georgia Southern to close the gap. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm like, if they can just get on the board here, they're driving in the two minutes. If they could get on the board here before halftime, I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, but yeah, 17 7 is different. Conversely, <laughs> if Ohio wins and covers what is now their 15 point live spread, uh, that's a big swing right out of the gate for the points battle. So this this game could decide a lot of things. Moving on, we have the R and L Carrier New Orleans Bowl. 
self-explanatory where that bowl will be taking place. And it is a fairly unfair advantage for the Raging Cajuns to be playing in their home state. I don't even know. Let me see, get the preview up here. Are they playing in their own goddamn arena, potentially? No, no, no. It's, no, it, they're it's, in, in, uh... the, it's in the Superdome? Yeah, it's in the Superdome, but they okay, cool. they are in, uh, I think, Lafayette. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just wanted to confirm we're Superdome. Okay, they're in Superdome. Um, no, so... no, no. Tulane runs New Orleans, to be good. clear. Good, good. <laughs> All right, so this is your pick, because I went on the prior. So this is your pick. We have the Raging Cajuns against another Sun Belt team, Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Gamecocks are a... Uh, do you want to go? I'll, you know what? I'll use the DraftKings. I'm using the DraftKings one because ESPN, uh, the, these spreads are changed from when I made my picks. Yeah, I have Jackson will say there's three and a half. Three. Yep. Okay. I got him at three. Let's go three here. So I got, yeah, Jacksonville State three point favorites against Louisiana Lafayette region. Asian. Yeah. I, I agonize over this one because. They look pretty evenly matched on paper. Mm. Um, both have um, good offenses and bad defenses. But then this will come down to availability and special teams. Um, I'm going to go with Jacksonville on the road. Jayville. Jayville, three. All right, uh, Jacksonville that's, out of Alabama. Was, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, to be clear, this is Jacksonville, Alabama, uh, which is not far, also from New right. Orleans. It's kind so of it's a regional. Of game, it is. Yeah, it's a regional battle, which I was gonna it say might even be equidistant. Yeah, regional battle. I did want. I was like, I was gonna say it's unfair, but then I was like, you know what? It's actually kind of just all the both schools are gonna be there. So perfect. All right, let's get to. The next bowl, the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. <laughs> In this match, like, I'm going to love reading these goddamn sponsors. The Avocados from Mexico <laughs> Cure Bowl. Um, I don't know what the cure, like, that's so many things. I love when they merge sponsors with, like, causes and other things. Um, is it a Mexico cure? Is, is it, like, an avocado from Mexico? Is that a cure? Like, uh, anyway... We what have, we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we have a Sunbelt App State versus Miami of Ohio. Maction. Uh, I have six and a half point favorites for App State. I'm trying to see where we at. Where are we playing this game at? Avocados from Mexico Bowl will be taking place in Orlando, Florida. They're going to play at UCF's <laughs> campus. What? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, I, get, I mean, obviously the game wasn't going to be in Mexico, although if, I feel like it should be. And now I have questions about Avocados from Mexico. Is that just the name of a company based somewhere in the United States? Because I wouldn't now I, I feel like I should do some research. Let me find out Avocados from Mexico is a California farm somewhere. Avocados from Mexico Bowl will be taking place in Orlando, Florida. They're going to play at UCF's <laughs> campus. What? <laughs> so there's that. Um, 
I, I mean, obviously the game wasn't going to be in Mexico, although I feel like it should be. And now I have questions about avocados from Mexico. Is that just the name of a company based somewhere in the United States? Because I wouldn't now I, I feel like I should do some research. Let me find out avocados from Mexico is a California farm somewhere. I this game is tricky. Miami of Ohio has been playing really good football the last four weeks leading up to this. Um, messed around and won the mid Midwest. So I want to do that, but I'm Sunbelt all day. Give me App State. And the, the, I think they will win. I don't know about this six and a half points. I, and I'm very shaky on if they win. I think it could be a very close game, but I, I'm not, I wouldn't even bet this game on the spread. And it's not that big of a spread. I would only take App State money line. So give me App State. Yeah, Miami of Ohio, strong defense. App has a top 50 offense across the board. And Miami struggles to score. Give me App. All right. Next up, we have, I think this is at 444, 5 o'clock tonight. 5 o'clock today. The Iselta, Isleta, Isleta, yeah, the New Mexico Bowl. New Mexico State playing in the New Mexico Bowl. I don't know if that was contractually obligated, uh, but they've had a hell and of a season. And they're the road team somehow. <laughs> yeah, they are on the road against Fresno State, uh, who, uh, I mean, I don't want to influence your pick here too much, but, man, have they not been playing good when it mattered the most. But they're here, and Mikey Keens and them boys is my you know one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch play. They are the away team because it's at New Mexico, right? It's at the the Lobos campus of so New Mexico State going to their rival stadium to play against Fresno State. I got that spread at three for Fred uh for New Mexico State. They are a minus three favorite. Yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna overthink this one giving New Mexico State. Yep. Better team playing at home. Yeah. That's that's where I would go to. Um, they had a really good season, a ten win New Mexico State win team. Season, yeah. Don't think that's ever happened in my life. I will have to look that up, but I I can't recall it. I can't recall teams playing fourteen games for bowls. I wonder how that happened. Well, that too. Uh, they played in week zero, and because they're an independent, they can schedule as many games as they want. And then they played a conference championship, <laughs> or, or no? Are they into? Are they no? They're That's not a independent. USA. They're a conference USA. So they had four or five non-conference games, I think, right? Because they played UMass, which you could play one. Uh, like they played UMass, who is an independent, I think, and then they played in week zero, and then they played in a conference championship, which brings you to a fourteen-game season before your bowl game. Which is why battle tested. I'm taking the battle tested team <laughs> that played a season and a half worth of smart, football. <laughs> smart move. <laughs> I I think they could actually carry this momentum into next year too. Watch out for the first few games from New Mexico State, who will carry over the first three games of this season, which was playoff. The, we built yeah, for this. They're, they're ready to this. go. How many games uh, you need to play? Fourteen games. 
For, I played, uh, let's see, we played. Without this hey, one, this is we played, This is game number 15. Yeah, they're playing 15 games. I was going to say, our seasons were 10 games and then 11 if you went to a bowl game. Or if you, uh, t 10 games, 11 if you went to a bowl, and then if you made the playoffs by winning your championship, you, you know, played however many playoff games. But that's almost, you know, they've played 17 games. They've almost played two seasons. Of what I used to, yeah, you know, of, of like what a 10 game season is. Like they're not that far off from playing. That's that's wild. 15. Or even number 496 playing the players. Because that's, that's yeah. a lot of travel. That's a lot of misclass. A lot of a lot of wear and tear on the body. Yeah. Um. All right. Next one. Starco Brands. Never heard of them. Starco Brands. L.A. Bowl. The L.A. Bowl. Starco. Um, should I should Google these companies post post production work if I want to? I'll just do a little add something about all these companies. I don't know anything about Starco brands, um, but we have Boise State and UCLA. A lot of teams. I get. I get. They do the locale locale thing in part for travel and those things. They do consider that. But all these bowls so far, we just got teams playing at home. So when UCLA found out, where are you going for your bowl game? Right here. It's on right down the street. They're probably like, oh, that sucks. Like, And I guess LA is nice. So most people want to go to California for their bowl games. But I got to imagine that UCLA was like, can we just, or, so we're just going to play it like down the street at the big giant, uh, what's it called, stadium? So far, cool. That'll look cool though. UCLA, Boise State, and yeah. so far, that'll yeah. look cool. Um, I'm gonna take Boise State. They've been playing really well since I, they since they put Taylor Green in. Um, well, uh, what's he's his not name? Playing. To, um, oh, he's not playing. Well, what's his name from uh UCLA? UCLA is not playing either. To uh to to uh to uh to Tavai. Why can't I think of his name? The the defensive end from UCLA who's going very high in the NFL draft. He's obviously not playing also. Um so if Taylor Green's not playing, is he in the transfer portal? Is he going elsewhere or is he just Yep, Taylor Green's in the transfer oh, portal. The transfer uh Carson is in the transfer portal. I'm sorry, not my, Carson Steele. Carson is playing. Um I have my website up. Yeah, I have I have just Taylor Green oh, who's transferring. Is. But I also know Taylor that Green, um Keenan Carney. Okay. Um, a lot of people in UCLA. You think Garbers is probable because it's for Dante Moore. This is one of the games playing. where I think the transfer portal is going to matter a lot because yeah, Dante like Moore safe to be playing a back Dante, quarterback. Dante Moore's UCLA out. probably playing a third string quarterback. Yeah, Dante Moore transfer portal. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'll I'll go Boise State. So I I will go with the institutional uh, belief in even yeah you know, it took them. To get back on track this season toward the end of the year, but they so have been, been questioning playing. the institution all year. <laughs> yeah, but then they got they kind of got back right, and then they, they came did. and won the the top conference did. as they're like all is right in the world. Um, so I they feel did. like that that rolling with that momentum, even if they don't have Taylor Green, which was a large part. I just think a large part of it was just continuity at quarterback. They kept yanking quarterbacks out mid drive. It drove me crazy the first four or five weeks of the season, but this week. Even if it's a backup, whoever the quarterback may be now, 
I'm gonna roll with them. I'm gonna just roll with a team win. Um, I'm gonna go with Boise State, just enjoying their trip to California, wanting the ball out, and I'm gonna go with UCLA, just being very lackluster and sleepy because they're gonna wake up from a nap and drive across town. So I'm gonna go. Like I, you, if you're a UCLA, there you are. You are waking up right now from your nap. They're about to go get on the bus because the game's at five forty-five Eastern, so that's five hours from now. They're getting on the bus in under, you know, in the next hour, hour and a half. I just feel like right now in California is super sleepy. They're, they're, they're. <laughs> I'm going Boise State. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you picked Boise State. I was gonna pick UCLA. Playing. They probably have their starter. He's he's questionable. But also, uh, Boise has a coach, and they locked him in. Chip Kelly's on a hot seat, mm. so he needs to coach for his job. So I'm I'm hoping that's enough motivation to inspire him to win, even though they really don't have anything to play for. They're probably not motivated for this otherwise. Yeah. All right. So I got that at six and a half for that spread. So that's going to be an interesting one. Recorder, we're going live. We are going live. Live reactions to the Myrtle Beach Brawl. <laughs> we uh, we took a little break. I took the fastest uh, photo shoot, baby photo shoot. Uh, I guess it's not the baby photo. What do you call this before? The, the maternity the, shoot. Maternity, yeah, the maternity shoot. We took our, our maternity shoot. In between in eight minutes, in 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 in, in a record-setting time, uh, there is still a shoot going on without me now. Obviously, a lot of the footage is not of my stomach, so I, I was only needed for the portions I was needed. But I come back and I see I should immediately regret choosing Georgia Southern. They are losing. 27 to nothing. My man, the quarterback, has thrown three interceptions. Now the kicker is starting fights. Um, so things are just bad at Georgia Southern. Looks like uh, you're probably going to take all of those, what was it, 15, 14, Yikes. whatever the hell points. think you're going to probably take those points unless something crazy happens. Um, also, we got Kamala Harris cutting it up in the booth right now at the Celebration Bowl. It's election um, season. You got to get the shots. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what? Uh, not to get political, I've never heard her talk. Like I just never, she knows she'll never pop up anywhere where I have seen her speak. I don't know if that's strategic. I don't know if I just like I'm certainly not going out of my way not to see it, but I just very rarely heard her say much. And shout out to her popping up at the celebration bowl for these votes. She's a bison. She is a bison. And when you I mean their ratio to uh like presidential or um just senatorial like the the ratio of that school the number of people who graduated there and then when you consider just how few black people there are in some of these roles in general the ones that have gone to howard and then do that it's you know i'm a hampton guy but you got to give it up it's incredibly the the ratio is crazy all right i think the last poll we did I may be ill-advised, picked UC, I mean, picked Boise State to beat UCLA, which I don't know. I don't feel great about, but that's what happened, and we move on. We are now in the Radiance Bowl, the Radiance Technologies Independence Lord. Bowl. <laughs> so 
the uh, that sounds like healthcare certainly radiance technologies maybe it's you know it or or communications it yeah maybe it's it or communications i guess i don't know but radiance technologies independence bowl uh that game will be taking place in shreveport Louisiana. yeah independence bowl that makes sense uh independent stadium in shreveport louisiana we have one team. Oh, this is this is my favorite stuff right here. When you get a team and its fan base going to a place that they would never go and don't associate with at all. So we got Cal Golden Bears going to Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, two very diametrically opposed things. People from Berkeley, California and Shreveport, Louisiana. Very, very, very different. Uh, we got the Cal Bears going up against Texas Tech Red Raider. Uh, battle of the six and sixteen. Battle of six and six. Who wants to be over five hundred more? Um, we got a three and a half point spread here. Texas Tech three and a half point favorites in the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. Um, you are up because again, when we last left off, I may or may not have ill-advisedly taken Boise State. I'm going to root very, very hard for whoever their quarterback is now. Yeah, this one feels like another toss-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, two pretty evenly matched teams. And in fact, maybe down like to the man. Um, oh, is Tyler, Tyler uh, slow out? Looks like yeah, it. he's in the transfer portal. Man, the yep, portal. Yep, I'm going Cal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, this is a pretty pick 'em game, evenly matched three. I mean a three point spread it's about as pick 'em as it gets. Um, I would have also taken Cal. I just think I've seen over the course of the season, Texas Tech has done these peaks and valleys, and Cal has consistently like they haven't won all the time. But I just feel like Cal has consistently played at their level. Like their level might not be good enough to beat a handful of teams in the Pac-12, but right. I feel like they more consistently played to their potential than a Texas yeah, Tech team. Yeah, underperforming. Yeah, Texas yeah. Tech one week would look great, score 48, you know, play really good football. Next week, come out and I, I don't it'd just be a completely different team. So I would have went Cal too. Um, but this is one of them t- small spread. So it's three points. For the win, could be three points if they cover, but this is definitely. A like most of these spreads have been been pretty small. Yeah, relatively small so far. I think there there weren't as I was going through these picks, there weren't that many huge numbers. Um, so, which is great for the ball season. Yeah, if these, these games, if they, games, yeah, if they're yeah. close, which is like. It, that is to say, the very first game when it opened, the spread was one and a half points, and Georgia Southern is currently losing by whatever twenty-seven points, or whatever it may be. So, you know, hopefully it holds. All right, that's the last game of today. So we are now moving to Monday. This is one of my favorite bowls to say and favorite stories to tell about said bowl, the famous Toastery Bowl. I don't know what a toastery is. I don't know how the hell it's famous, but the famous Toastery Bowl. What this is, 
is the Bahama Bowl that had to be moved for logistical reasons. They could not go to the Bahamas, which is one of the better bowl games that you get to go to. Like, especially if you're a, you know, seven win, six win team. And the reward at the end of the season is you get to go to the Bahamas. It's pretty awesome. Well, this year, it didn't work out. Uh, and long story short, famous toastery swooped in, got the sponsorship. Uh, but I guess they're based out of North Carolina because the game is now taking place in Charlotte at Jerry Richardson Stadium, which I talked about this earlier in the season, but I didn't have the research. I've done the research. Jerry, Richard Sta Jerry Richardson Stadium is the name of Charlotte's campus, uh, you know, on-campus stadium. I guess Jerry Richardson went there or he gave them a bunch of money to name the stadium after them. Uh the Carolina Panthers did a whole rebrand to get rid of Jerry Richardson, but I guess the University of Charlotte is too in deep to the Jerry Richardson money to do so. So their stadium is still called Jerry Richardson Stadium. So the famous Toastery Bowl has replaced the Bahama Bowl. Sorry, kids. You get to go. So like ODU, you're just going to hop on a bus and go down to North Carolina. So it's probably Western Kentucky. Neither of these teams are going to fly anywhere now. Not a fun trip. Famous Toastery. I'll go. I really like Charlotte. You spent time there because I've lived there. I lived for four years. That yeah. said, I couldn't think of a more disappointing shift <laughs> thinking you go to the Bahamas and go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Guess what? Sorry, it's not that. All right, well, where is it? Are we going like to Boca Raton? Are we going out to Cali? Hawaii. Where are we go? Where are we going, huh? Charlotte. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Especially again, like yeah, no, no knock on Charlotte. Charlotte is no a knock fun, on Charlotte, Charlotte is a fun city. Like Charlotte is a is a really fun and great time. But if you thought you were going to the Bahamas and now you're going to Charlotte, it's just not that's not what you wanted. Um but having said that, I think this is an opportunity. I think this is an opportunity for a team that has made strides, that joined the Sun Belt, that is repping the state of Virginia well. Um, Western Kentucky has been this team my whole life. They have been a seven and five first weekend or first weekday, middle of a Monday or Tuesday, random St. Petersburg, Florida, just random city somewhere in the Sun Belt region, Florida. Uh, Western Kentucky is going to be playing someone right as we're getting ready for Christmas. Like that's that's kind of what Western Without Kentucky fail. is, and I'm 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 I think it's just time for some new blood. I think it's just time for it's a new day. The Sun Belt thus far is not performing very well. Well, look, Georgia Southern's on the board, so they're only losing by twenty now. If they complete this comeback, please don't get shut out. Yeah, yeah, they they got seven now. So yeah, so they're at least now on the board and within three scores. So cool. But I'm gonna go ODU here. Um, I'm looking at Western Kentucky names. There are, and I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I know all of the players on Western Kentucky who's vital, who's not. But there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten names in the transfer portal. Of all the bowl games I've looked at so far, that is far and away the team with the most amount of players in the transfer portal. Far and away. So we might get to some more games where there's teams with more, but What's ten players, 
10 players in a transfer portal. Like, I get it. Every team is going to have their transfer portal losses. Wow. Dude just tackled the punt returner without the football. I had never understood that one. Um, it's the most egregious kick catch interference I've ever seen. Uh, I yeah I I don't know something we need to do a deep dive or I need to do a deep dive into Western Kentucky because ten players leaving in the portal again don't know how many are starters or whatever but you got from quarterback to corner from kicker to lineman to tackle the like every it's not even a unit every every yeah it's not it's not one not even, I don't I don't like our deep it's coordinator not, yeah, you know it's. it's it is across it's the deep. board. Something, <laughs> something is deep going on. The kicker is like, I'm over this. This Western Kentucky life ain't it. And I'm going to tell you, most college teams don't have multiple kickers. So when your kicker is like, there are greener pastures elsewhere. Interesting. Just just yeah. interesting. That's all. He's like, no, I have to bowl game. No, I have a future to look after. I'm sorry. Shout out to you, Nolan McCord, kicker in transfer portal from Western Kentucky. If anyone wants a kicker from Western it Kentucky, if anyone, you know, business. I mean, I shouldn't laugh because o ODU, their top transfer portal guy is the punter. He can't wait to go punt for some other school. So, all right, I'm going ODU here. The spread's three and a half. Give me the three and a half ODU. They are three and a half point favorites, I should say. Sorry. We should, uh, in maybe a separate broadcast, talk about how bowl season will impact Kings of Virginia and Kings of Florida. Yeah, at the end, maybe once all the bowls are wrapped up, we should come back and retally and see who's who's still standing, who's true king. Because if Florida State beats Georgia, I'm crowding them the national champs. I don't care what happens in the, the yes. college football playoff. Yes. <laughs> you all could play your little playoff or whatever. <laughs> And whoever wins, meaningless. Whatever. Especially if Alabama or Texas, with one loss on the board, wins it, I'm gonna be like, all right, well, my national champ is undefeated. Beat Georgia, FSU, so y'all can have that. Oh, this is a fun one. The Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. I'm assuming that's San Francisco, the Frisco and Frisco oh. Bowl. If I look this up is... this, if I, if I look this location up and it's somewhere else. Like Texas, yep, there it is. I was like, if it's Frisco, Texas, and there you have it. It makes sense though with uh, UT San Antonio. Yeah, UTSA is up in there. Um, UTSA came on strong at the end of the year. They, I, I kind of left them for dead. I mean, at the end of the year, we had to pay attention, but I remember it was week four or five. They lost to Army somewhere along the way, and I was like, all right, I'm done, done with this school. Like, get, get the Roadrunner, get them out of here, but. Eight wins, and we're, uh, you know, they were, playing, they were playing for the conference championship at the end of the year. So uh, really good, really good unit there. And then you got the Marshall Thundering Herd sitting at six and six. Um, this is one of the bigger spreads. It opened at eight and a half. It's currently at 11 and a half. UTSA, big, 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 big favorites here. Um I, you're up, so I will. I will only lay out the scenario, but I definitely, I definitely know what I would do. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm inclined to pick UTSA because of the spread, um, and it looks like almost everybody's playing. 
no transfer portal that I can see. Yeah. Injuries. UTSA not in the in the notes here. None when it says pl- players not playing portal sitting out. None for UTSA. Culture is tight. The <laughs> culture UTSA is we are in solidarity. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going with UTSA. I think this one's pretty pretty clear. Yeah. Um, I just gotta hope here for 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 pick for pickums, um, for our purposes of our game because you got to win to get the points. I would have done that as well, but I'm going to bet the spread in this game. I'm gonna sit there Tuesday at nine o'clock and I'm going to bet heavy on Marshall and the points, not to win, just the thirteen and a half points, only because I think in a bowl game. Unless it's just a mismatch or one team completely just not showing up, to give a lot of points is just dangerous. I just so I would I would ride with the points, but because I don't think Marshall's gonna win, I would do what you did, which is take UTSI. But I'm rooting for Marshall. Their coach is black. Coach is black. So let's go, Marshall. And it's gonna be in contention for some jobs soon. Should be. Should be. Definitely should be. This was um this was a to get to a bowl game this year was a was a fight. Um like they had to really, really slug some games out to get enough wins. And I just think to finish at seven and six, as ridiculous as ridiculous as this sounds, some of these decisions sometimes do come down to he went seven and six as opposed to he went six and eight, right? That that one just like footnote or one record, you know, percentage difference sometimes, especially for these black coaches, is the difference maker. So and I was like, why is he standing out? And I remember now they they went to NC State and yes. lost 48-41. Yes. A very good defense at NC State. Yeah, that was earlier in the. Yeah, I think that was week three or four, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. It was a really good game. All right, this one. This is one of my favorite bowls, but I. This is a new sponsor this year. The Roofclaim dot com Boca Raton Bowl. Now, I believe I'm not even going to look this up. I believe roofclaim.com is probably an insurance for spe- specific to Florida and like a hurricane damage. And if any if if you've followed or if anyone's followed what's going on with insurance companies in Florida, specifically Southern Florida, specifically when it comes to roofs, just Google Florida blue tarp uh roof claims. Just there's there are insurance companies left and right just shutting down not paying out claims not insuring people just homes in florida with no roofs no just stuff getting messed up from hurricane season and storms because it's happening so frequently that they're just the insurance companies is like nope sorry we're done here we your claim has not been accepted you're on your own with that I don't want to recklessly. I don't want to recklessly speculate that roof roofclaim.com is that. But when I Google roofclaim.com, we handle your roof replacements from start to finish. Maybe it's, skepticism. Maybe it's just a roofing company. Uh, you know, why choose roofclaim? 
Roofclaim is more than a roofing company. We coordinate your project's needs from inspections through warranty. Our mission is to provide a simple and painless solution for all your roofing needs. And Boca Raton Bowl. Um, this is a Florida-ass company, man. That's all I'm going to say. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. All right. I don't know. But this looks like a Florida-ass company. Yeah, there it is. Florida. All right. I wouldn't... Uh, look, this is all free promo, but I wouldn't recommend anyone go to roofclaim.com. Just... I wouldn't do it. <laughs> just, that's just based off what I'm looking at right here. Don't go there. But the Boca Raton Bowl is Syracuse and Southern Florida. Uh, I'm not... Not rocking with Syracuse. I'm not saying I'm not going to pick them, but I'm saying I'm not rocking with Syracuse because they fired Dino Babers. Babers. Have they hired anyone yet? Uh, didn't they hire? Yeah, I think they hired a, a brother. Uh, um... uh, Fran Brown? Yep, Fran Brown. Okay. There you go. Shout out to you, friend Brown. Well, maybe I am rocking with Syracuse now because they fired a black man, but then they went and hired a black man. So they said it's no, it's no, it's not about, it's not about color, Dino Babers, this time. <laughs> you just didn't win enough <laughs> here at Syracuse where we have expectations. Um, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. So we got Syracuse three and a half point favorites. I'm sorry, three point favorites, and I'm up. Am I up on this one? Just me. This is me. Uh, yeah, I picked. I picked, picked uh, UTSA. UTSA. Okay, this is me. Um, give me Syracuse. Give me Syracuse. Despite USF almost beating Alabama earlier this year, I don't believe that they're actually a good team. This is what the twenty first. This is yeah the third Thursday game, All right? Thursday the twenty first. So uh, yeah, Saints play the Rams that day. Saints Rams. Guess nobody will be watching the Boca Raton Bowl. Depends on what we're playing for. <laughs> oh, the Rams actually are in the Humble playoff spot too. I was like both teams, yeah. I was like both those teams. It's Saints, obviously, but the Rams are too. So yeah, no one, no one will be watching. Damn, Georgia Southern. Just embarrassing. Embarrassing right now. Um, all right, yeah. So give me Syracuse in the three. I think they can get that done. I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I watch any other UCF USF games after the Alabama one because I didn't. They're they're they are on a list of teams. There's maybe like five teams that I just saw very little of, and I I pride myself on having seen at least a few snaps of more college teams than almost anyone. USF was not cracking that list. Next, I believe that a team that struggled with USF was in contention for a national championship. That's that is correct. That is correct. Now that was the unnecessarily we're gonna bench Jalen Monroe game. Yes, but still, the whole thing is it's supposed to be a collective team unit, and the rest of the Alabama team unit almost got beat by yes. Southern Florida. Georgia would could not start Carson Beck, and they would beat South Florida by fifty. Yeah, one would think. One would definitely think that was one of the hardest games to explain. Um, 
All right, let's go Union, Home, Mortgage, Gasparilla Bowl, one of my favorite bowls. The Gasparilla and Boca Raton, I think Gasparilla is in Florida, too. Something about Florida bowl games. And you got a Florida team playing an Atlanta team. We got UCF hey. versus Georgia Tech. That is actually a pretty interesting matchup. Um, Gasparilla, hey, Georgia Southern. Okay, too bad you're down 34-7, but here comes the offense. Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Shout out to Union Home Mortgage. Come get your 7% interest rate today or whatever the hell mortgage rate interests are today. Probably awful. Come on down to Union Home Mortgage. Gasparilla Bowl. I don't know what a Gasparilla is. Nope. No I feel clue. Like, I feel like it's a plant of some kind or a drink <laughs> or an animal. I don't I don't really know. Uh let's let's do the Googles. What is a Gasparilla? Uh Gasparilla is a Spanish pirate. Cool. Cool. I'm glad I looked that up. Uh a bull. It's important to know. A bull. Yeah, I'm glad. I need that actually now. So it is the Spanish Pirate Bull. You got UCF and Georgia Tech. We have a minus five points. UCF five point favorite in Tampa. I already said that, right? In Tampa, Florida at Raymond James. At Raymond James. Makes sense. Bus. There you go. Like a Gasparilla Bull. That, that's good branding right there. A, pi- a bull after Spanish Pirates played at a stadium with a pirate ship in the end zone. That's how you yep. do it. Yep. That's yep. how you do it. That's bull. That's bull game right there. Any uh any notable defections? We have from Georgia Tech. Eh, you see eh? No. No. Uh both we got we got we got pretty pretty full pretty full slate. There's only three players out for both teams. Neither uh I don't see either of Three being two for Georgia Tech, three for UCF. Neither appear to be significant losses. So evenly, evenly matched five point favorites for UCF. That's another team too, Georgia Tech, that they just show up yeah. so differently week to week. Week to week. It, I don't know who's going to show up. They're definitely that team. Four and a half for UCF. The game is in Florida. Game is in Florida. Yeah, I'm going. I'm picking UCF's offense over Georgia Tech defense. UCF. John Rice Plumley is is fun. Like when he plays, they are a fun offense. All right. Yeah, Plumley's fun. I just John Rice Plumley's fun. I just gotta hope. I just got to hope that uh, the good Georgia Tech team, the Georgia Tech team that played Georgia close for three and a half quarters, I need that team to show up. Yeah. The the Georgia Tech team that showed up, I forget what the other game, like literally two games before that and just laid an egg. That team can't. Please don't bring that team to the bowl game. Yeah, who else? They beat, they beat Miami. They beat Miami, although. Notably. Miami, Miami beat themselves. Yes, Miami uh, you beat could, themselves. You could argue that they did not beat Miami, that they lost to Miami, and then Mario Cristobal is like, do you guys want to win, though? Because we'll let you. And 
Houston. He did what he did. I know it was they gave North Carolina <laughs> their first loss. That was their yeah. The North Carolina game close against Georgia. I'm trying to think what was the game where they didn't score a point or they scored three points. I forget who they played where it was just like it might have been, of course, Pittsburgh, maybe Louisville. There's just one of those games where it's like, whoa. But then I, you know, it was closely before the Georgia Georgia game because I remember I said, look, I'm taking the first half spread in the Georgia Tech game. I don't care what it is, and it had nothing to do with how good Georgia Tech was or Georgia. It was more so Georgia was coming off a three-game, like, grueling stretch, and it was a rivalry. But two, maybe a week or two before the Georgia game, Georgia Tech played a game so, just so bad, so bad. I feel like but I'll. that's a lot of their games. I'll take it. Yeah, that's. I was like, I, I, I have no reason to say that this, that whole like, oh, they're gonna win the first half. I'm gonna bet their first half spread heavy, and be right. The only reason was rivalry game. Georgia just played a really tough stretch. They had Alabama next week, but Georgia yep. Tech's been a really weird team. So I just gotta hope the good version of them shows up. But you got UCF. Essentially, it's not a home game. Orlando, Tampa, you know, what was that like an hour and a half, two hours? It's, you know, they're kind of close. So whatever. Next, next, the Camilla Bowl, just simply Camilla Bowl. I don't even. I, that's the, is that the sponsors that I don't even. We don't. Guys, we don't actually know. I don't. I think. need to do the. I need to do the Google's. The Camilla Bowl, named after the Alabama State flower. The Camilla Bowl is a college football bowl game that annually features a representative from the Sun Belt Conference against the Mid American Conference. They have a mission. They have a mission statement. Would you like to hear the Camilla Bowl's mission statement? Yeah, most of these bowls have mission statements and yeah, they do. I know, like and... real stuff. Oh yeah, it's serious. It's serious business. It's because these. I mean, yeah, they have board members. They got. They meet. They, but. I feel like I should do this for every bowl now. I feel like I should just read the mission statement of every bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the the Camilla and I I'm gonna read this one because they are not. This is the only one that's not sponsored. This is like the the Rose Bowl. Like this is the Alabama's oh, wow. version of the like the Rose Bowl is un, yeah, unsullied by sponsorship. Camilla Bowl has no sponsorship. It's just Camilla. It's just named after a state flower. There's no there ain't no sponsor. Uh, so shout out to you, Camilla. But all right, here's the here's the, our mission statement: to provide a memorable experience for student athletes, coaches, and staff, administration, and fans that positively Ooh, fancy, yeah, that positively showcases the history, diversity, hmm, and revitalization of Montgomery, Alabama, on a national stage through Southern hospitality and unique events that will increase community spirit and stimulate local economic development. Okay. Shout out to In you. case you were concerned, this is not about money. <laughs> this is about a deeper purpose. If I all these mission statements should just be like our mission: generate funds is to monetize <laughs> <Is> to... student <laughs> athlete participation in athletics for brand activation <laughs> and awareness wherever possible. Our goal: promote free labor. Um, <laughs> And they got a quote here from Dino Babers. And underneath the quote, it says, Dino Babers, former Bowling Green head coach. Which I get it because they got mid-Atlantic mid 
Atlantic Conference ties, but you could just say like Syracuse coach or former Syracuse. Like you don't have to. Are they not allowed to mention other schools from other conferences? Anyway, I might read the mission statement from every bowl moving forward. But <laughs> you, uh, you're up. And From Dino Babers, no the, one the, questions the, the commitment to diversity <laughs> and inclusion in Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's a hmm. that's a lot. That is a you're asking a lot of a bowl game and a bowl committee. That's a lot of things that they are going to try to do. They're bringing the community together. I don't understand the skepticism. <laughs> we need more bowls like this. <laughs> we need we need more bowls like Camilla." Unsullied by sponsorship since, let's see, our history. 2014. Okay. Un unsullied by sponsorship since 20, uh, 2014. Let's see. Just Shout progress out to them. Progress is slow moving. So, <laughs> slow moving progress in the diversity down there in Montgomery. But anyway, the Camilla Bowl features Northern Illinois, from the mid Atlantic, mid mid Atlantic, mid Eastern, sorry, Atlantic mm -hmm. Conference, mid I'm sorry, mid American Conference. Wow, and Arkansas State Red Wolves from, of course, our beloved Sun Belt. Um, we have what do I got here for you, spread? This is me. This is you. Yeah, right. Because I took. No, yep. this is me. This is me because you – no, yeah, I took UCF. No, you took yep. UCF. I took UCF. This is me, then. All right. This is this is me. This is a tough one. This is a one-point spread. This is a quite literal pick -em. Um, I'll go with – Arkansas State's going to feel more at home in this one, I feel like, down there in Bama, down there in Montgomery. Just, you know, neighbors just travel on over across the border. Northern Illinois. However, for Northern Illinois, actually, I'm going Northern Illinois. Here's why. This is a vacation for Northern Illinois. They get to leave cold-ass, brutal Chicago, Illinois weather in the middle of winter and get to go down to Alabama. Now, it might be Montgomery, Alabama, but weather-wise, that's going to be a real pleasant surprise for those Northern Alabama kids. I'm sorry, for the Northern Illinois squad. I'm going to take them. Picking against the Sun Belt. I'm going against the Sun Belt this one time. Here's why. Arkansas State, the they were they were in the what is it, West? Because the East was the loaded Sun Belt side. They were in the West. I uh I was too locked into the East. I really only watched Texas State a lot out of the West of the, of the Sun Belt. Mm. Uh I've seen a lot of I've seen enough of, I guess, Northern Illinois. I'm gonna go Northern Illinois, and I'm 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 gonna go. It's partly because whenever this is just a gambling uh, creed, right? That you you never the the one point is is useless. So if you would never you would never take somebody plus one and a half on the like you, well, you think they're gonna lose by one, you would just take them straight up. Right, or you take the mm -hmm. T, and that's minus one favorite. But I, I'm gonna go Northern Illinois here. Georgia Southern that's... is trying to make this a game, trying. 
just live updates, y'all. Sorry, it's here. We got bowl games going on. Also, there's NFL games happening. I refuse to turn the TV on to watch Brand uh, Jake Browning play against uh, Nick Mullins. Like this the, is, the this Apple is, Cup. This is not. Yeah, I was like, this is not the, the goddamn SEC Pac-12 challenge. I am not watching that. I'll go to Illinois. It's a. This is a kind of a no con. Not no consequence, but it's it's one of those. If I don't get the winner, I don't get it. It's only one point. So yeah, that makes not, sense. A, not a lot to be gained there. But this is this is a this is a as pick of me as it gets. Ooh, very excited about this next one. Let me just get this entered in. All right, here we go. The seventy-six Birmingham Bowl. Let's zoom seventy-six like the gas station. Is that the seventy-six they're referring to? Here we go. Let's look. This what kind one. of money is 76 pulling in? <laughs> Let's look this one up. Indeed, it is 76, the gas station. Okay. Like, I just wanted sleeping. to confirm that. We sleeping. <laughs> just needed to know about us. Community involvement. Right off the bat, community involvement. Yep. Just in the community. About about the people. When you think of 76, you think of the Birmingham Bowl and just being for the people. Now, I'm searching for a mission statement, damn it. They're telling me a lot of, a lot uh -oh, of things. Uh -oh. that are, mm, mm, they're telling me about the, the, the top 10 ranking, first sellout, television ratings. You got television ratings on here, but you don't got a mission statement? Bad look. Mm -mm -mm. Bad look. Let's just all right. Let's their community involvement, quarterbacking children's health. Since 2006, the 76 Birmingham Bulls donated over 460,000 to Monday Morning Quarterbacks Club in support of its charitable arm, Quarterbacking Children's Health Foundation. All right, so they work with Quarterbacking Children's Health Foundation since 2006, and that foundation has been the Quarterbacking Children's Health has been in existence since 1929. So shout out to that foundation. I am going to be a skeptic now and say that since 2006, I feel like a gas company should have been able to give more than $460,000 to a charity. But that's just me. Maybe they have more charitable contributions beyond there this. Other, there are other charitable arms are where most of the donations go. Yeah, I don't like that there's no mission statement here. I got to say, I can How do very, we know what you're about? I can very easily find their licensing and merchandising wing, but no mission statement. I don't like it, but I like the teams that are in this. This is a very interesting matchup. We got ACC versus Sun Belt. It's a matchup I want to see. Oh, here's the Battle of the Bands. Hey. We got a... Uh, Sun Belt versus S E uh versus ACC. We got Duke, who, if things had gone a little bit differently, could have been playing in just a slightly more a bowl game that was more about uh you know that had a greater mission statement and wasn't run by a gas company potentially. But here we are. We got Duke, we got Troy, Sun Belt, strong. Uh, Troy, eight-point favorites. Duke, a lot of people out, um, including their quarterback. It's probably the most important Quarterback, team. head coach. <laughs> yeah, quarterback gone, head coach gone. Um, 
one of their better defensive linemen gone. Troy, none. Solidarity. Players out for Troy, solidarity. Did their coach get hired somewhere? I know he was hot. Um, for a lot of jobs. I th- is that John Summerall? Mm-hmm. Or was that John Summerall? Because if it was... So. If it was... Now, Greg Gasparato. No, no. Yeah, he's hit the... Who was the... Who, it was John Summerall. Yeah, he it was. was okay. So. Yeah, I forget. I did have in my head, I'm like, where John? John Summerall went somewhere. He got hired to oh, Tulane. Yeah, he's now at Tulane, right? Because he came in when, um, when Fritz went to Houston. John Summerall is now at Tulane, and Troy is still open, still... I think, unless they hired Greg Gasparato. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I don't know if he's the interim. Let me see. Yeah, he's interim. So they still have that job open. So we got an interim coach, Greg Gasparato, coaching for Troy. But all their players are there in solidarity. And um, Duke eight-point dogs. Probably got two because Manny Diaz is recruiting. He's not coaching this game. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, true. He's out hitting trails. I don't know who's coaching for Duke. Whoever the interim is for Duke is, yeah, you got to hold it down. I don't know. Who's going to take? Is it me? Yeah, because I took shaky Northern Illinois, right? That was the last one we did. Yep. Yeah. Then I'm taking Troy. I'm taking the points, and I'm taking the team that I think has more to play for. I, I know Troy would love to have an ACC notch on their belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would be. This is the type of stuff for the AC for the Sun Belt, even though people are looking down on the uh, ACC these days, so much so that their conference champion can't even play. For the national championship, but this, this would be the crown of national championship. Yeah, this would be the type of win for a Sun Belt team that says, like, yeah, we can play with, you know, because Duke is a mid to like that secondary tier of ACC teams, right? You would say maybe at the top is is a Florida State, as of recently, Carolina, Clemson. Before that, now you maybe say. The second tier of that is your NC State, Duke, like Louisville, I guess now. Like, you know, kind of how we tier it. If Troy gets a win over Duke, granted, quarterback gone, coach gone, whatever, it still speaks, I think, volumes for the Sun Belt just as a conference that we shouldn't we we should start looking at them maybe on equal footing as we do with, with the ACC. Yeah. Yep. I'll ride, my pick. I'll ride with Duke. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll ride with Duke. I like the. I like the. We don't have a. Would like putting stuff on film for this now has become either putting stuff on film for the next coach or for the transfer or I guess if you're in the portal some people don't play but it's like 
you could still transfer, so you're putting stuff on film. Like, regardless, you have something mm -hmm. to play for. So I like that. Duke, maybe their players want to impress Manny Diaz. That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. Like, you want to, your new coach is, he's not there, but he's coming in. You know, he's going to watch a game. If you ball out, you're already in good graces, or you're already put something for him to, you know, see, like, okay, these are, you know, so and so had a big game in the bowl game. You you want that. You want that on film for sure. I'll roll with that. I'm that's, that's... Schools for, for higher academic standards if they're pleasure less than climate transfer. It's true. I don't know. I'm I'm wondering. That's an open question. Um how much is a Duke education worth versus yeah, versus cohesive football experience? Go um, on. Good question. I uh, that's yeah, that's a good question. Duke and uh, I guess like yeah, Stanford's kind of like that. Stanford, yeah, like those those type of schools. Notre Dame, like when I found out there, that was earlier this year that their enrollment was you know eight thousand or nine thousand students. That blew my mind. Like the their the power they wield and the influence and all that that they have for a nine thousand you know school like that's duke is twice the size of that and duke is not a huge school so that was just right crazy. uh all right we got one two three four five more games this is saturday we are only going through next saturday so these are the games now saturday that's the first game from saturday i think actually no the uh camilla bowl was our first saturday game let me also just say that the anderson family group chat is becoming increasingly hostile it started out as friendly banter between Sam, <laughs> you, and Howard, and it's getting more and more. You know why? Because the bands are on the field now, and that's yep. what matters way more. And they're doing it was the four best bands in HBCU land. So they got NCA, uh, North Carolina A&T, Sam, you. Um, I, I had it in front of me too. They have it's the four best bands. So, and I think Howard's one of the three, and then there's one other. So. Also, the game is becoming increasingly competitive. So, yeah, it was going to be banter until it wasn't. Um, fewer LOLs, fewer emojis. It's getting real now. More second half's about to, second half's mm -hmm. about to start. It's getting real. Um, all right, let's get to these next ones. One, this two, one is one of my favorite ones. JMU. Historically. JMU. The Armed Forces Bowl. No, I'm talking about the uh, Idaho the, potato. The Idaho potato. We could get to the Idaho potato. Uh, all right, yeah, let's do the potato bowl I think it's, first. It's up to you. It's your picks. You can pick which game. What do we got? Three. Because yeah, they're it's both the same. The same they are at the same time. Yeah, same time. Um, is this my? Am I up? Yeah, you're up. So yeah. I think you should get to pick. All right, then I'll I I will pick. I'll, let me go to the Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl, which is also fun. They got a helicopter or some vehicle of war always parked right on the sideline that they go to every commercial break. I don't got to go to their mission statement. Uh, we know we know what the Armed Forces Bowl is. We know about. what they're about. We know their we know their mission statement. We know what it is. Love those bowl games. Love the Air Force is in it. It's usually it's one of the three service academies. If they're bowl eligible, that's one of the bowls they they're locked into. Obviously, it's great great uh, branding there. Uh, I'm gonna go anti patriotic. I'm gonna go against the troops. 
I am going to take the Dukes of James Madison. That yeah, you is gotta a, take them. That is a two and a half point spread. I feel like that is too small. No disrespect. I feel like JMU. I know they lost their coach. I don't know if that line changed. It opened higher than that. I don't know if the line changed because their coach got hired away. I don't know. They're playing in Fort Worth, Texas. They're playing at um Amon G. Carter Stadium, so TCU's uh field. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I just think it's the coach, I guess, right? I'm looking at these trend there's no one. JMU's not losing anyone. Um they have an NFL. Is this the guy? No. There's one of their defensive ends is like an NFL level pass rusher. He will be a highly selected draft pick. But it also would appear that he's playing because I don't think he's entering the portal. I don't think. I'm gonna go JMU. This is this is easy. That's that's the best gambling choice here. And I have a serious question. How do you transfer out of Air Force? How does one transfer from a service academy? Do you have to finish your service requirements at the academy and then you are eligible to play? Like I just how do you don't you have to go to the Air Force after you graduate? I don't know. I don't know how it works enough, I guess. Yeah, or is it all just all null and void since you decide to transfer? That I mean, what if you're just like, you know what? On second thought, I'm not sure I want to go fight in war. I'm going to go play at uh, Western Illinois instead. I think that would be better for my future. <laughs> Ooh, actually... I mean, I'm still taking JMU, but the guy who's sitting out is their or who's hitting the transfer portal is their captain. That's interesting. I was wondering what JMU is going to do after they lost the game they shouldn't have lost to App State, and they beat Coastal Would Carolina they? Would they have 14, been? So would they, would they have been in that? This this dude had seven and a half sacks, so he is a playmaker. But I I will take. Malachi Kamara. Oh, that's the guy. Mm -hmm. I think I think he's mm -hmm. he's gonna play in the NFL. He's an NFL player. Mm -hmm. Malachi Kamara. Um, so he's in the transfer portal. So I'm I'm still taking them, but that's a name to look out for. That's a team. Yeah, if they didn't lose that game and since they now got their eligibility, I do wonder would they have gotten um the spot that Liberty got in that New Year's six, would they have gotten to play Oregon? They should they played a much stronger schedule. Tougher, yeah, tougher schedule. All right, yeah, give me give me JMU there. Two uh, two and a half point favorites. I would love for it to be more, particularly if they go ahead and win. But what can I do? What do you think, Janelle? <laughs> now, now to your favorite, and I think this is one of everybody's favorite bowls. This bowl has done a good job of branding itself and separating itself. And that's it around. Yeah. The famous Idaho potato bowl. We dump French fries on our coaches' heads when we win games. Yes. One of my um, favorite. If they merge with the Duke's Mayo Bowl and dip, dip the French fries in mayo and then dunk them on coaches' heads, that would be great also. But... um. 
We got Utah State and Georgia State, Battle of the State Schools, in Boise on the blue turf. Love when other schools just get to go play on some blue turf. Unfortunately, the color pop won't work here. We got just all blue. It's just different shades. You got navy blue and a little less navy blue. So it's not going to be any contrast in there. But I got Georgia State as uh, one-point dogs. So Utah State, wow, Utah State favorite. Utah State powerful offense or very high-flying yeah. offense. Like yeah. They're an offensive, uh, offensive team for sure. Um, so I could see why the over-under is a lot of points, 61 points, high over-under. I would definitely go over in that game. I could see that going back and forth, 30, 30 points apiece there. But your pick, Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, one of my favorites. I'm going to look up, see if they have a mission statement. Get people eating French fries. <laughs> Increase French fry awareness nationwide. Yeah, Utah State, super high-flying offense. Uh, but I'm going to go with Georgia State. Georgia State. <laughs> Georgia State and Georgia Southern. Um, for a while, I thought I had it figured out that Georgia Southern was the better of the two teams. But then toward the end of the season, it started to look like actually Georgia State was. Yeah. And what I'm uh, counting on is them, them boys from Atlanta. Yeah. Get to play on that blue turf yeah. and being geek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. It's just something. It's just like you're in Idaho. So, you know, I've I've never been, but I I imagine it's it's not that popping. But the turf, like just the you know, you hop on that blue turf, you just you're gonna feel just feel a little superpower. Just you know, feel a little feel a little geeked up, feel a little just a little extra juice. I like it. And who would they ever get to play on that blue turf? Yeah, no, I I like it. I I'm, I would have I would have picked them. Famous Idaho potato. Well, we got one point there. I think three stacks got a blue turf line on one of his songs. One of his one of the flute one of those flute songs no. is about blue turf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He has a um I can't remember which song he's, he's, I think it's a feature a, on it. Yeah, it's blue uh something it's something like cry isn't it it's isn't it like a crying line and then but my my something my book my turf or my something ain't blue or boys boy boy is he and then some blue yeah some yeah. it was something like that something yeah uh i i like that one i'll take that and i i'll take i guess utah state too just because like I, I will roll with them maybe just having an offensive explosion that can keep them in any game so i'm gonna I'm be the reason be okay with either side Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, I'm just going to read their mission statement. Providing a unique and first-class experience for student-athletes, coaches, administration, and fans. It sounds really similar to the last one I read. Is the hallmark of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Beginning in 1997, the bowl's mission has always been to showcase the beauty and hospitality of Boise, Idaho. While also honoring players off the field's efforts, the bowl organizers pride itself in offering positive, safe, memorable week of events and competitive postseason championship games for two outstanding conferences, no affiliation necessary. Two conferences, any old conference will do. Good for you, Potato Bowl. The 68 Ventures Bowl. I don't know what the hell that is. But Venture yeah. Capital? 
Venture Capital Farm, maybe? Is, is it? Uh, it's in Mobile, Alabama. A lot of Alabama leads the nation in bowl games. Just so many bowl games are played in Alabama. Um, we got Eastern Michigan and Southern Alabama. So there you go. Little home team, little directional showdown. I 13. What do I got? 13. It opened at 13. Let's say where it's it's currently at a huge, 15 huge and a half. One of the biggest, yep. yeah, one of the biggest spreads in all of the bowl season. 15 and a half points to Southern Alabama. We saw Southern Alabama beat the rakes off of Oklahoma State very early in the season. Kind of put them, put them, yeah, at Oklahoma State. Put it on everyone's radar at that time. And um, they kind of fell back down to earth, as you might imagine, after that. But Sunbelt's tough. They finished 6-6, six and six, East, Carol- uh, East Michigan 6-6. Six and six. They play on a gray field, right, Boise Blue Field. Eastern Michigan, it's like a black and white throwback field. Like you're watching. I'm really them. surprised they're even bowl eligible. Yeah, two six and six, both looking for seven and seven. I think they both of these teams kind of toward the end of the year won enough games. So it was like, all right, well, we don't have that many teams that are five hundred or over. So y'all come on down. Uh, not a lot of names in the transfer portal. Apparently, South Alabama has a player who's a wide receiver and a quarterback. He's in the transfer portal. Uh, Cullen Lacey, wide receiver slash quarterback. Look out for a wide receiver slash quarterback in the transfer portal, y'all. Cordell Stewart on the loose. And then uh, Eastern Michigan, just a couple names. So pretty evenly matched. Your pick. It's mine. This is you. Yeah, it's South Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Eastern Michigan, they were bad. Most of the time. I'm surprised. I guess – I thought some of these FBS wins, FCS wins, didn't count towards your record for bowl eligibility, but I guess because they were short on um, actually eligible teams. teams. Yeah, yeah, because they that means they counted the win on against Howard week one by ten points. Yes, it did. at home. Yes, at home they barely beat, beat Howard. Massive to beat UMass by two points. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. They're gonna get. They're gonna get steamed. They, in they, those those two wins are why they are here now. UMass is in, independent, so they count. But yeah, Howard's a FBS. Uh, yeah, they they're the last two wins of the season is how they got in. They beat a bad Akron and Buffalo team to get in. So, yay. Uh, that I that might be one bowl one bowl game I don't watch. I watch all these games. I ain't watching that one. Um. All right, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Who is SRS and what are they distributing? <laughs> um, we got Northwestern. We got Utah. We have a six and a half point spread for the Utes. That all? Yeah, uh, it, op- <laughs> it opened at nine and a half. The fact that it's down to six and a half, I'm I'm looking up. I see a lot of names in the Utah transfer portal, so I can see how that might have brought us down a little bit. Uh, however, I'm not. I know North. Like, look, seven to five is a great season for Northwestern. They went on a hot streak. Given the no circumstances, one, when no yeah. one was paying attention, they went on a little hot streak. They won a bunch of games that I don't think anyone expected them to win. Um, but I'm gonna take Utah because I that all that is cute and everything, and you know the three game winning streak 
Dude, no, no shade, but Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. Okay, I watched you lose ten. I, I watched you lose ten. Uh, yeah, I watched them lose ten seven to Iowa and score nine points against Nebraska. So I'm not picking Northwestern. And beat Howard by three. Howard again. Howard Thank again. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not picking Northwestern. Give me, give me Utah. Give me six and a half. I think they cover that spread. I, I feel good about Utah there. For yeah. this, for Coastal this and San Jose State. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Coastal San Jose State in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Um, are they going to play in Hawaii, or is this going to be another one of those? Sorry, y'all, couldn't get to Hawaii. Yeah, okay, we're in Hawaii. We're in Honolulu. We're out there. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, y'all, uh, we're actually in Minneapolis. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shorter trip for San Jose. Long-ass trip for the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. I got a 10.5-point spread here for San Jose State. Let me just check the injuries. No Grayson McCall. That's, that's Good. probably going to be the Coastal Carolina. Yeah, that's the, the – I started mm -hmm. with Grayson McCall going to NC State, which uh, we'll talk about this next week's episode. That man has decided, you know what? I'm not good enough to play in the NFL, but this NIL money is great. I'm going to just keep getting this until they say I can't play college football no more because uh, I feel like this is year 12 for him in college. Him and Dylan Gabriel. This is this is school for year 12, and uh, I think the NC State thing will work out very well for him, if we're being honest. I think that's a great situation. Um, but I'm going to take San Jose State. That's a lot of – Oh no! This is your this is your take. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm taking the same thing. I'm sure. Yeah, you do the same thing. This could be a good one. They win this one. 10 points. That's a nice, nice cover. All right, so we got San Jose. Hopefully, they show they they actually go. They don't just forfeit it. Like you know what, y'all got that. We're just gonna start recruiting. Y'all got it. So that leaves 24 bowl games remaining. We can come back next time and do our three man. So we will have a what is that eight round eight round draft. So we'll be three three and three. We will do an open format where we'll talk about all the games, but we will just uh, our our guests will join us. We will reveal the guests. Our guests will join us, and we will do just open any teams who are remaining from these bowl games. Draft away, and and we will assemble our teams and see what's what. But for now, the two of us, we have the first week of bowl games. We'll see where we're at with the points and everything. Um, Ohio, that game's over. They have beaten Georgia Southern. So I'm going to take that loss. Now, are they going to cover? That's where the fun gets. I can still root for backdoor cover here for mm -hmm. Georgia Southern to where mm -hmm. you only get the three points. But right now they are certainly covering. So that's interesting. But that's, yeah, left. that's yeah, that's the that's gonna be the fun part of this is okay, the team that I have might not win, but can they cover the spread to prevent me from giving up an extra, you know, eight points or whatever. So it'll be fun to watch. So we will put this out. We will post I will post the uh the results after this first week. 
and then we will come back for the remaining bowl games. We'll do our three-person draft, open-style format. That's going to be really fun when just all teams are available, who have yet to play, who do you like, where's the value, all that. And then next week we'll do a we'll do our weekly episode just because the games. I mean, obviously we'll have games to talk about and stuff, but we're doing one episode a week. The off season we'll have big picture topic stuff to cover, plenty of recruiting stuff. NCAA will keep getting sued, so that's always good. Dion Docs, maybe we'll watch some sports docs. We'll reminisce on some past college football seasons. Probably we'll do a bunch mm. of stuff in the in the off season. Um, I'm going to send you this video, actually, I just watched about the 2007, the wildest college football season in the history. We talked about it a little bit, talking about Kansas. One episode, we were talking about Kansas' biggest win that year. They went 12-1 and or 11-1. and and almost oh, so played, State, almost, Michigan, right? It started with App State, Michigan. Mm-hmm. You had, at one point, Southern Florida was the number one team in the country. They, they West Virginia was really good that year. That was the year Tim Tebow and Florida had lost some games. Uh, Kansas played Missouri. The winner of that was going to go to the national title game. Wow. And then it ended up being LSU, Nick Saban, uh, LSU, and Ohio State um, with, what's his name, uh, Terrell Pryor. I remember that, the backup, hmm. the Matt Matt Flynn and uh, Matt Flynn. And, and Jamarcus, and then the, the Terrell Pryor, um, LSU, I mean, Ohio State. Squad 2000, but that 2017 season was wild. At one point, it was you Southern Florida was close to being number one, West Virginia was about to play for a national championship. But the uh, B, BJ Daniels, that team, yeah, BJ Daniels, quarterback mm-hmm. in that squad. Um, the Missouri team with Jeremy Macklin at receiver, yeah, yep. And um, uh, forget the quarterback, he was good though. He's he recently retired, yeah. Chase Daniels. No, Chase, yeah, Chase Daniels mm-hmm. got quarterback, throwing to Jeremy Macklin. Um, and they had a good pass rusher, too. Who was it right before? Was that Alden Smith? And no, I don't remember if Alden Jeremy Smith Macklin was on, on his um on his Percy Harbin tip, right? Running yeah, back wide receiver. He was he was a one running back wide receiver. And I, that might have been right before Alden Smith, because I, I remember he was there in 20 or maybe not. He might Alden Smith might have been on that team too. But yeah, that season, I just, I'm gonna send you this video. It's just, just this YouTube guy puts together just like the headlines and week by week, just following that season and just every team that was number two with a chance to be number one and play like they kept losing every week. Whoever was number two kept losing. It didn't matter. Yeah. Who it, was. it was a wild season. But yeah, we'll have some fun all season stuff. We'll come back for the remainder of this. I gotta go eat and watch more football. All football all day today. Some NFL games too, with a lot of college quarterbacks or quarterbacks who like are not starter NFL quarterbacks that are making me reminisce on. Oh, I'm, look at look, it's 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 Jake Browning. Like I haven't thought about Jake Browning since he scored no mm-hmm. points in the college football championship or playoff game. So before we go to shout out to Teddy Bridgewater. No, oh, yeah, retiring. He said this is his last. This or he said next year or this year. This year, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater hanging him up after this year, which I would advise any backup quarterback to never retire. Just the league should retire you. You should keep collecting those checks, holding clipboards. It's a great living. But yeah, he Teddy... wants to coach high school football in Miami. Okay, there you go. I'm like, I feel like he would be a very good coach. I feel like he could get on a track to being a college level coach very soon. Cerebral, 
ass dude. Really, like if he didn't get hurt, I'm not saying he would have been like special, but I think he could have been a you know playoff winning. He'd been a yeah hometown exactly. like the Vikings would have really like that 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 the way Kirk Cousins kind of has had that success with them. Like I feel like Teddy Bridgewater very much could have done that. And Vikings, he, the Dolphins, he would have I think yeah, driving. Yeah. And he's he's putting he is he put Louisville on the map like that 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 kind of for me is the start of Louisville being able to be what they are now, which is a top fifteen team playing for an ACC title. Like I think Teddy Bridgewater, yep, started that. Lamar Jackson continued it, but like that that started with Teddy Bridgewater. And there was no Lamar Jackson at Louisville if there was no Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, that, so that, it, that it did change because Teddy. Yep, college football history. Mm-hmm. Nice shout out. Let's end on that. Salute Teddy B last season. Um, and I hope to see him coach his way if he so desires. If he doesn't want to just stay in, at, at the high school level, if he desires to get to the college level, I think he would make a very good coach just based off of. Which problem not he the OC? Yeah. Like just knowledge of the game. Like, because Teddy, again, he was one of those dudes. He was not a, not a freak athlete. Was it the strongest arm? Was it the. Like the physical traits were never like, oh wow, but cerebral as hell, understood mm-hmm. defenses, accurate as hell, like just all all the things that you wanted in a uh, in a just like not not in a bad way in a system quarterback, right? If you have a really good system in place, Teddy Bridgewater is going to execute the hell out of it. Yeah, but he's been around some great too, college NFL. Like he, I'm sure picked up all the best traits from the people he worked under. Uh, Drew Brees. So, yep. yeah, I'm rooting for him. Yep. Teddy, Teddy B on a great career. Teddy B going back home to Miami, too, to South Florida to coach also makes a lot of sense. One of the one of the best football products still to come out of that, that region and a region that produces a lot of them. He's still one of the best quarterbacks. So, salute Teddy B. And we will catch you all next week with our regular episode and also possibly, if it's not in that, a draft. We'll holler, y'all. Peace. Peace.